Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Robert. Well, reasonably we chirpy, given that your team got uh, beaten. Yeah, the humiliation's sort of wear off now. It was two days ago. It's um, only football, isn't it? It's only a game. I know, that's what I said to the lad. Have you enjoyed your say, season, though, in League One? Uh, it's been all right. It's been it's been the best one for about a decade. Well, there you go, Even though it then. was League One. Yeah. Just, just sort of a deflating end. We've just got to go again next season and see what happens. I've got a feeling it might get worse. Don't know. <laughs> but that's Sunderland for you. And that's football. Well, I found a cream egg, yes, left over from Easter yesterday. Did you? In the kitchen cupboard, so that's a nice find, isn't it, Andy? Isn't it? Isn't it that a nice date find? as well, obviously. It was just in date, yeah. But yeah. Well, not even just, I think it had a couple of weeks. I, I've still got, I, you know, don't tell anyone, but I've still got some tubs of celebrations left from Christmas. Uh, have you? Yeah. I, bet, I over-celebrated at Christmas. I bet you hide them well. Are they under the floorboards? No, there's it? just one in the kitchen cupboard. I just didn't know it was there. Unusual incidents, Andy. You know I love them. Yeah. I've told you about me one. Now, what I'm talking... It was concentric pans, you know, a smaller pan yeah. inside a bigger pan. Yeah. And I put my hand in to take the little pan out. Yeah. And got uh, my fingers crushed, completely caught there. Yeah. Um, Did you have was, to call the emergency services? No, I didn't. But it needed some Just, thinking, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, th- right, like stop, stop pulling, think. Yeah. Do you know the catch monkeys in, t- uh, in some country... Where they put some um, sweets. It isn't sweets, Andy. I don't know what it is. Some monkey sweets. Mon- monkeys, <laughs> monkey guns, yeah, in a hole. And right. then the monkey goes in and grabs them. Oh, and it hasn't yeah. got the sense to open its hand. So right. it's trapped there. And that's how they catch the, oh. with the monkey sweets. I was making similar errors and just <laughs> tugging and tugging. You but, were like a monkey, but with some pans. Yeah. <laughs> this week. I had an unusual incident, and they don't come along that much. Simple as this. I threw a, a cushion at, like, my first fly of the season. You know what I mean? A big fly in me <laughs> living room. Start yeah? as you mean to go on. Threw it. Thought, I've got Le- it. Put down a marker, basically. Yeah. Send a message out to the rest of the fly community. <laughs> yeah. This is what's going to happen when you come in here. Cushion, yeah. bang. Can't see the fly. Presume I've got it. Yeah. Sit back down with the cushion, and I hear the buzzing, and the fly was inside the cushion. <laughs> No, that is an unusual incident. That's what I'm looking the cover. Well, I I don't suppose I threw it so hard that it like penetrated the the cotton. No, there must have been a little gap where the zip was or wow. something. Nice unusual incident. Would even you agree? Oh, definitely. Thank yeah. you. Worthy of inclusion in a documentary of some kind. Wife's questions. Oh God. A bit of an Easter theme coming here. Did you hide <laughs> some hard-boiled eggs around your back garden for the kids at Easter? You know what? No. This is the first year when my kids have had no interest whatsoever in any kind of egg hunt. And it, I feel a little bit bereft. Did you actually get eggs and they weren't interested? No, I didn't bother because they showed no interest. It just didn't happen. Okay. Andrew. 
Will you pass your old underpants down to your son? Well, I already do. <laughs> I already do on a regular basis, yeah. Really? Even yeah, he though, d- given he's a quarter of the size of He you. doesn't use them away. He uses them as like head protection when he's out and about, but yeah. yeah. Well, no one would come near a pair of your old underpants. They're you mean very, it's like anti-mugging? They're, they're very solid. Very? Very solid. Um, Andrew, do you stuff your kids' pillows with chicken nuggets so they can suck <laughs> through the goodness if they get peckish, peckish at night? I've never thought about that, but uh, you know what? I think I'll start doing that from now on. You do it's it, son. It's a beautiful an idea, that is. <laughs> My son uh, has been home recently, and he likes chicken dinosaurs with waffle potato waffles. Is that a, a, a uh, dish you? It's, it's... How old is he? 20-odd. God, I, I don't know what to say to that. His big business idea in life is to have a like a mobile chicken dinosaur right. and, and waffle. Yeah. Have you encouraged them to do that or have you told them it's ridiculous? I'd love him to do it because imagine you, you put a great big inflatable dinosaur on top of it Yeah. to lure people in. Those noise, you know, yeah. There's a van that drives around Sunderland and it's got a massive six-foot teddy bear on the top of it and it's all monkey from the weather. Yeah. I don't know what it's for, though. <laughs> I just think it might just be some fella with a teddy bear. Would you like to do a, a little quiz? Is that the end of the wife's questions? Yes, so thank I'd, you for answering them, Andrew. I'd be polite there and make sure you finish that section. Would you like to do a quiz? I've got a quiz for you this time. Oh, right, because you were useless, so let's yeah, see if I'm this useless, works. So turn it I hope you've been fair. I have, I have. I've even brought the evidence if you want to see it. No. But hopefully it won't come to that. It's called Ribs, Boing, Quack, Quack, Oops, Prawn, Peanuts! Chilli beef, woof, woof, give me just a little more time. Thwack, ping, rolls, oh, yeah, yeah. cha, cha, cha. <clears throat> now then, I this like quiz it. is based in Hilton the... Chop Suey oh, on the Hilton Road man. in Sunderland. It's been my Chinese takeaway of choice for over 20 years. The Food Standards Agency recently gave it one star out of five. <laughs> for food hygiene in their latest inspection and that's a big increase from their previous score of zero so once I wonder what they got the one for just because you could actually open the door and get a maybe draft maybe that's in. what it is I, don't, I, don't, I didn't look at the report in depth but it was zero it's gone up to one so you know they've turned things around and I've been going there 20 years and I'm not dead yet so yeah, you know look what's at, the yeah. worst that could happen so right, hit me I've got four um, dishes from their appetisers menu right and obviously I want you to list them in order of cost. Okay. Uh, green chilli beef. Yep. Uh, 12 mini vegetable spring rolls. Yeah. Prawn toast. Yeah. Barbecue spare ribs. Okay, spare ribs most expensive. Mm-hmm. What was the second one? Um, 12 mini vegetable spring rolls. Second most expensive. Mm-hmm. Then the, what was the next? It was chilli beef and prawn toast. Chilli beef and then prawn toast the cheapest. Oh, it's not easy, this is it. Oh. It's not easy. Barbecue spare ribs, £5.30. So I got that one. You got that right. 12 mini vegetable spring rolls, you said was second. That was the cheapest at £3. I knew you'd be confused by the 12. 12, 12. spring rolls I from a one-star restaurant. The key word is mini. Oh, well, they're tiny, like little <laughs> mouse's eye patches. I don't know, I've never had them. And then green chilli beef, £5.10. Prawn toast, £3.80. So, no, no oh, I enjoyed it. Thanks very much. Good. That was, you've just played ribs, boing, quack, quack, oops, prawn, peanuts, chilli beef, honk, woof, woof, give me, me just, just a, a little, little more, more time. time. Thwack, ping, rolls. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Cha, cha, cha. And I enjoyed it. Good. 
So, as you're aware, Andrew, I don't actually have a functioning ray gun at the moment. Yeah, I'm very sorry about so that. Are I there any plans to get it refunctioned in the near future? Listen up, Andrew. So, I went up to North London oh, to inquire about the repair yeah. Yeah, at Infinity Rocket plastic, uh-huh. Plastics yeah, to see if um, I could get a, a reconditioned unit in the meantime. Just to tide you over. Yeah. Or maybe replace it with a new model, you know? You just wanted a solution, didn't you? Well, I'm, yeah, I haven't got a ray gun, Andrew. Bloke was nice about it. I think they feel guilty that my ray gun has now been from Ipswich. Mm. And now I'm informed it's in Gdansk in Poland oh, for God. specialist attention. Right. Well, he took me into the rear workroom to look at a few models, yeah? Mm-hmm. Blonde lass from the Ukraine, skinny fella from Finland. <laughs> In bathing suits. Yeah, that was just kind of for the lols, for a bit of fun. Yeah. But actually, it is a photography studio oh, as well. Oh, so it was legitimate. Interesting, yeah. isn't it? And uh, just as they were leaving, so he lets me have a go of a couple of Ooh. ray guns. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm in heaven. So We did a good space, a good space to... It is like a firing range. Yeah. And you do, like, he's got... Um, <laughs> it looks like plasma. I'm sure it's not plasma. Yeah. But, um, so he let us have a go of the Zeltron 60... Yeah, which is very, very effective, apparently, against uh, winged enemies. That's an upgrade on your current one, isn't oh, it? Oh, for Did sure. Did we tempted to just buy for one sure. of them and forget about Gdansk? Well, I like the look of it, but then I tried a Pfizer ZX, right? Mm. Very good against climbing enemies. Yeah. And, you know, general assholes. Yeah. Like train drunks. Climbers, scramblers, maybe. HGV drivers. Yeah. That kind of person. So... I then tr- um, I thought it was very good, but I handed it back to him. He points it straight at my face. Shit. Take your strides off and point your bat at the cornies. <laughs> he was South African, hadn't he? Yeah, but he was, what, wasn't he? What could I do? He's got a Pfizer ZX pointing at me. You've got to do it. And it's anti-climber. I'm an excellent yeah. climber, as you know. So I did, did mm. what I asked. Right, he says, Right! I'm going to feed the barrel of this Helicon P40 into your anus and let's have a party in your descending colon. Um, so I feel him feed it, feeding it in, you yeah, know, yeah. and then he pulls the trigger. Oh, God. <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, say stop, stop, please stop. He says, ha, your gun will be ready when it's ready. These are complicated units, you fucking dollop. <laughs> well, suddenly it stops. It stopped? Yeah. And I hear him <laughs> scream, yeah? It's the Finnish model. And he's blasted him with the um, Zeltron 60, you know, the earlier model I tried. Yeah. He's come back in. Oh, I said, oh, God. thanks, mate. I don't know how much more of that I could have taken, <laughs> you know. And he says... <laughs> Finnish... So finished. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> You've got to not fucking love them. <laughs> That's good enough for yeah. me. So Ooh. I leave and I head over to Slaughter's, Andy. So I might as well tell you what happened. Happened at Slaughter's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, take the table right next to Adrian, who's already sat there with the waiter, giving him his order. Mm. Good afternoon to you, sir, and may I first of all say a very warm and heartfelt fuck off to you and welcome again to the stadium of pure muscle fuckery. Oh, oh, much a fucking appreciated, sir. 
rumour has it that the one and only meaty genius Ron fucking Craggs is head chef again today. Correct, sir. And that opens up a whole new nightmare of animal bastardization and arse about fuckery. Oh, fuck, fuck, wallop, my tip milk is curdling in anticipation as we speak. What would you recommend for my 100% meaty fucking starter? I would look no further than the Ron Crags platter of cold-shaped ox-tongue strips served adjacent to a big fucking lump of turkey fat. Oh, fuck, fuck, oh, fuck, and how exactly are the strips shaped, you fucking clonker? Wrapped around Ron's thighs and ball sack as he sleeps in the boot of his Volvo V90 meat wagon. Fuck off. Oh, you fuck off. I'll take two of those platters and let's go large on the fucking turkey. Lump. What about mains? May I recommend the nine-inch sphere of pork and turtle brawn, dressed with a wig of finely pulled goose ligament in the shape of a mullet? Oh, does it come with a goat's horn on the side? No, sir. So very fucking sorry, but I promise this dish will take you all the way to the Prulith School if I don't give a fuck and back again on the fuckadilly line. Well, at that point, Ron Craggs himself, huh? the actual Ron Craggs, wow. arrived at the table. What are you all doing? Having the first date back on the telly? What's all the chit-chat? This is a meat restaurant, not your fucking meat market. All right, calm down, Ron. I'm just taking the gentleman's order. Oh, gentleman, is it? Well, how come it smells like a bucket of big sweat that's been brewed in a septic rotten tank? Oh, sorry about that, Ron. It's me tits, you know. They're they're on the revolve and uh, throwing out gobules, you know, like a, a St. Bernard on a merry-go-round. Listen, Ron, get back in the fucking kitchen and work your magic. Let me deal with the customers. I'll deal with you in a minute, mate. I'll deck you with me shank mallet. Well, sure enough, Ron does have a big mallet in his hand and he's clearly got a lamp the waiter. Jesus. Well, just at that moment... I realise I've still got the Pfizer ray gun in my pants, mm. right? Mm. So I blast Ron, he falls to the uh, the deck, yeah? Mm. Well, they all just think he's had a heart attack. They're not expecting ray gun attack, you know oh, what I mean? Don't, don't die, Ron. You're too young. And there's too much meat to be cooked and formed by your gifted meaty fists. Don't worry, sir. I'll drag him back to the kitchen. The meaty vapours will soon bring him round. Oh, couldn't you fetch some knuckle treats for me, St. Bernard, while you're in there? Consider it already fucking done, sir. Well, I took my chance, Andy, and left, you know, in case another diner had seen me with the ray gun and mm. that. So... Did you think that story was a bit like the movie Pan's Labyrinth? You know, because it's got food in it and that. Uh, kind of, because there's pans involved in the cooking of meat. <laughs> ah, uh, nice it seems one. to be a pan-themed episode so far. I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say yeah. And can I just say, Andrew, that people might be thinking, well, he does have a ray gun because I had the Pfizer in my pants. Mm-hmm. But um, I returned it to the shop because that's not my style to be a thief. You know what I mean? No. Soon as I realise, bit of a bastard, but not a thief. I'm not a thief. No way. Fair enough. Here, um, here's one for you. What have Belinda Carlisle, Niall Quinn, and Ray Mears got in common? They've all introduced football videos. Close. Correct answers. Nout. 
<laughs> note in common. And I can't believe I've got away with that one again. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> while I'm quizzing you, yeah. right, while I'm quizzing you, a little true or false for you, all, oh, right? all right? True or false, the frosted light bulb was developed as a joke. True or false? Uh, f- true. Oh, it is true. Do you know why? I, I, I've no idea. In the Andy. 1920s, engineers at General Electric would be told as a joke to develop a frosted light bulb. Newly hired Marvin Pipkin got this assignment, not realising it was a joke, and he only went and done it. He only went and done he it. He only went and done it. And look at us now, frosted here, frosted there, frosted there, be fucking wire. That's off to Marvin Pipkin, that's what I say. Have you watched any good telly? Um, Lately, Bob? Yeah, as always. I, I've got some things for once. I've been watching them. I've made an effort. Us. Chernobyl, Sky Atlantic. Everybody's talking Everybody's about it. Everybody's talking about it. It's magnificent. It's scary, but it's magnificent. Uh, other thing, forensics, the real CSI. Yeah, that's been is, good. That's, are you saying that? Over in Sunland. Over in Sunland and Newcastle and that. That's on iPlayer now, so I think it's finished. The mind-reading police dog on Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, not I'd... sure what I think about that, but it's not good things. All the right, whole, I don't whole... watch it no more. I've lost the habit, it's, sadly. It, there's something very, very wrong about it, but we'll see what happens down the line, I think. But big rec- you're a big thumbs up to... Sh- I can't get Chernobyl, unfortunately, because I can't get Sky Atlantic. Yeah, get it on now TV. But you have to fork out, will it's you? It's like seven quid a month or something, and you just dip in and out. Um, I have watched one very good thing, which was Dead to Me on Netflix. I've heard good things about really, that as well. Really, really good as well. Very pleasant. Really good, really good, Dad. And apparently there's something called Last Breath, which is meant to be good. It's been on uh, BBC Four. It's a deep sea diver stranded on the seabed with five minutes of oxygen and no hope of rescue. Docu- a movie. Documentary. Do- so someone was with him to make the documentary. Well, this is about the aftermath, I think. I'm guessing he survived. Well, then if it's about the aftermath, it's not about his, him being on the seabed. It might be. He might have had a camera with him. I don't know. Selfie stick. Oh, he could have had selfie stick. Might have. See. I think they sell them at. Um, like rocket infinity rocket plastics, actually. Yeah, you've poo Undo- pooing it before you've ever heard about it. <laughs> That's the end of the telly roundup. Thank you. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Steve, 
Yep. Mr. McLaren mm-hmm. sent, uh, by mistake, he sent a song <laughs> to Mr. Fernandez, but for some reason, he'd, is it tagged? He tagged me <laughs> Somewhat in. Somewhat like that. So, it's a beautiful mm-hmm. song. I'm sending you this song, Mr. Fernandez, because I don't think we had a proper chance to say goodbye. I know I didn't get you your coveted 15th place finish, but maybe next season, with some of the changes I put in place, your dream will come true. The offices at the club have never been so beautifully carpeted. The tumble dryers are all super efficient. Condenser units now. The muffins and fancies served at half-time in the hospitality area are gluten-free and reduced sugar. Everything's in place. You just need a little bit of luck. Mr. Yes, you just need a little bit of luck. I thought the chorus was there, but it's not. Here we go. Oh, Mr. Fernandez. Oh, Mr. Fernandez, miss you, Fernandez, kiss, kiss you, Fernandez. Oh, Mr. Fernandez, Mr. Fernandez, miss, kiss you, Fernandez, still miss you, Fernandez. Thank you for giving Casper the chance to manage an average club. He was so proud and I think that like me, you realised he was a yummy fat souffle filled with happy bubbles, suds and candy thoughts. Maybe we could visit the club one day and fluff up the carpets in the areas of heavy traffic. We'll always remember you, Mr Fernandez. Oh, Mr Fernandez. Kiss you, Fernandez. Oh, Mr. Fernandez. Still miss you, Fernandez. Oh, Mr. Fernandez. Oh, Mr. Fernandez. Kiss, miss you, Fernandez. <laughs> miss, kiss you, Fernandez. So sorry we took you to the cleaners, Mr. Fernandez. <laughs> That's a nice little song. Genuine point I'd like to make here. Yeah. Right. United Kingdom got 11 points in the Eurovision Song Contest the other week. Yeah. With an awful song. Yeah. If you'd been on doing that, (laughs) we'd maybe have come top 15, perhaps. Maybe. Oh, hold on. There's Roy. Roy's outside. Oh. You're going to let him open? Hang on. Get him in for a couple of minutes. Do a couple of minutes with him, yeah. Come on in, will you come? Yes, I'm sure it is. Uh, sorry, Roy. Never mind, I was talking to someone else. So, what are you doing here today, uh, Roy? You're doing a radio interview or something? No, I'm starting up my own podcast. Uh, recording the first episode here today. Oh, that sounds good. What's it about? What a stupid, stupid question. It's about woo, of course. Woo, I mean. Yes, woo. All right, right. So, you got like special guests on on that. No, I don't think podcasts work when there's more than one person. It all starts to get jumbled up in my ears. So it's just going to be myself addressing the world with my opinions and anecdotes about whoever. Whoever. 
Borromans. Fresh Borromans. All right, right. So what's going to be on the first episode then, Roy? Well, I'll be mostly celebrating the upcoming launch of Citadel Contrast Paints. They're going to be a fucking game changer. Base, shade and highlight all with one coat. Two weeks till they're launched and I'm giddy at the talk to them. I'm also going to be devoting an hour and a half to my absolute disgust about the final episode of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. 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 Thrones, yes. I'm going to be publicising my online petition, which calls for the entire series to be remade and stop animation using Warhammer figures. I have over 70 signatures already, so I'm quietly confident. So you said an hour and a half for that bit, so how, how long is your podcast going to be in total? Well, about 10 hours. I'm confident that it's exactly what people want to hear. Okay. Look, can I ask you about Wilfred Sahar, Roy? I'm sure Palace fans will want to know if you're planning to sell him or not, you know? Look, look, he signed a 10-year contract last summer and he's going nowhere. A 10-year contract? Well, that's news to me, so he'll be staying like a Palace player then. No, you tit. A 10-year contract is part of my warrior crew. I couldn't give a floppy fuck where he ends up playing football, but if he's not around my gaff at 2pm every Sunday afternoon, I'm going to be getting legal all over his skinny ass. Well, I hope that works out for you, you know. I could care less what you think. I'm bored rigid by this discourse now. Please grant me my exit. You can go whenever you want, Roy. No, I will. Is that the door? Yes, Roy. Over there? Yeah? Yeah. Well, I'm off then. You fat chump can have his chair back. I might have sweated into it a bit, though. I'm not even sorry. Well, I'm there. There he goes. Oh, a God. Podcast he, with Roy. Oh, he has sweated into it as has well. He? God, he was only about a minute and a half. They're only a skinny chap. Drenched. You know? but yeah. the, when they're skinny, the sweat channels are more it, defined. Yeah, it, so, could, it yeah, could come out a lot faster. A lot faster and penetrate a lot more deeply, you know. <clears throat> yeah. You could have had this episode three days earlier if you'd subscribed to Club Parsnips and it wouldn't have any adverts in it. It's only £2 a month plus VAT and you get every episode of Mince three days before non-subscribers with all adverts took out. At least one exclusive episode about our Athletic or Parsnips spin-off podcast, a Ben Picks animation, a compilation episode each month and advance notice and early bird tickets for any future live shows we may or may not do. How about that? Oh, oh yeah. yeah! And here's some little bits that you're missing from the latest Athletic or Parsnips episode. Kick, eat pie, shit. Don't fuck about Adrian, just chose one. You need to get tetanus injection because he's a biter. Watching the telly like a dog. If you want to subscribe, go to patreon.com slash athleticomince and for more information, athleticomince.com slash parsnips. So, Andy, hmm. i got a new feature oh. what kicking off this, this right. week because, as you know, I love my crime TV. Yes. Um... So I'm calling it Crime Files. I thought that's that good. Well, it's that Brexit party, and it is what it is. Yeah. It's Crime Files, yeah. Um, so I've taken my first episode. Right. And so I'll press the play button right, that, yeah. and this is mm-hmm. how it goes. The village of Polden is much like any other picture postcard Leicestershire village. A church, a post office, a village hall, and a well-kept village green. But on the 15th of October 2015, its peaceful tranquility was shattered. Three months earlier, two new residents had arrived in the village. Their names, James the Chin Vardy and Harry the Farmer (laughs) Maguire. The Maguire property soon became an eyesore. 
the front garden piled high with barrels of fertiliser and pesticides, as well as discarded seed planters, ploughs, troughs and tractor spares. Four doors down at the Vardy residence, things were even worse. He'd constructed a huge onyx fountain on his front lawn powered by a diesel generator. The fountain was the shape of an upside-down chin and was in operation 24 hours a day. Such was the volume of water dispersed by the chintain. <laughs> the pavement and the basement of his neighbour's home were often flooded. Back to the 15th of October, and a group of Polden residents were sat in the back of the local village pub, discussing the Vardy Maguire situation. Little did they know that the farmer and the chin were in the adjacent snug and could hear every word being spoken. The chairman of the meeting was Roger Pearson, the local GP. Only yesterday, Vardy was driving along the high street in his Porsche with his chin jutting out of the window, scraping it against parked vehicles and laughing like a schoolboy. Tom Dawson, the owner of Dawson's The Plumber, spoke next. My wife is at the end of a tether. The Maguire's back garden's piled high with horse and chicken shit and she can't even put the washing out on the line because it gets tainted. And none of us can get any sleep because of the drone of Vardy's generator. My whole family is on the pills. Neil Upton of Upton's pottery nonsense was next. Last week, in the middle of the night, I caught Maguire pumping gallon upon gallon of liquid pig shit into the main sewer and the next day I saw Vardy encouraging songbirds to land on his chin by resting seeds along its length. As soon as they landed, Maguire smacked them on the head with a shovel. It has got to stop. Well, at that moment, Vardy and Maguire appear in the doorway. It would seem to me, says Vardy, and my bro Harry, that we're causing you some consternation in the village, so tell me what are you going to do about it? Roger, the GP, we just want all this misbehaviour to stop. It's not appropriate in a small English village. <coughs> Harry, the farmer Maguire, all I is doing is farming. Farming's in my blood, innit? And if I can't farm, then I don't want nothing to do with life, because farming is my life. But do you have to store so much manure in your gardens? It's a residential area, for Christ's sake! <coughs> May I correct you there, Doc? It was a residential area, but now it's something much bigger and important than that. It's home to premiership footballers. You've been in a state of status for too long. You're all in your comfort zone, and we are here to stir the pudding. Must you run that hideous fountain all through the night? No one can sleep, for God's sake. Jamie, he did score 12 goals in a row once, and in my book that would be meaning he can do anything he bloody wants for the rest of his living days on this here earth. Well, at this point, Neil Upton from Upton's Pottery Nonsense stands up. I've had enough! I've had a fucking nut! <laughs> and he points a hunting rifle at Vardy. Hey, Mr Upton, with your nonsense pottery. Don't do anything rash. Let's talk. I abhor violence in all its forms. Not if it's farming related, though, Jamie. Ain't that right, though? Tell me that that is so. Yeah, fair enough. If it's for the food supply chain, then I'm cool with that. At this point, Upton fires his gun. It's a direct hit right on the tip of Vardy's granite chin. 
The bullet penetrates no more than a millimetre before ricocheting off the wall and then deep into the chest of Upton, the nonsense potter. Upton was never charged with attempted murder, though, because he collapsed a week later on the floor of his nonsense pottery studio and died. Whoa. That's the Crime File, episode one. Wow. I hope you liked it. I did. Uh, you know, Vardy's the worst kind of criminal because it's sort of low level, but he's getting inside their heads, isn't he? Getting inside that's their heads. That's, that's the worst crime of all. Just like he does on the pitch. Yeah. The odd leg yeah. pinch here, the odd little yeah. kick there in your face. You. Scraping yeah. the chin against, you know, like, um be nasty to have Vardy's chin against the back of your head, wouldn't it? It'd be awful. Sticking it in. Yeah. Be like or falling on shoulder rocks. blades. Oh man, and he's great Jesus at that stuff. Stuff. I'd have him up my club though. Of course you would. Do you know what I mean? And he wouldn't. It's still got happen, but you know, maybe it's been three years time or something when he's finished. You know, you know, I've got banana ramen. Oh, not this, please, not this. You know, they've they've gone. Great, the end, yeah. No, they left a note saying they've gone off on a world tour. They're not going to come back for three months. All right, right. So I've got so, that. They've, they've sublet their own uh, erasure. All so right, erasure's right. moved in now. I don't like it. They're awful. Erasure's awful. They come in and just put their bags down and they said, hey, mate, unpack those. And they went straight off to the pub. And they're working on the building site, right? And they come in every night and they're drunk and they just fight. The one who's the boss, Vince, he's a biter. He bites the other one all the time. I don't know what to do because they start fighting. I get scared. But I need the rent money, so I'm just going to have to pull up with it. Okay. Do you know, I can't stand it. I just want banana rama. I come back anywhere. I was with banana rama. Yes. They were noisy, but they were kind. But I'm on edge with these erasure lights. They're rotten, horrible fellas. Do you want them? No, I don't want to ever hear about erasure or your tenants ever again, Andy. Ah, well, I'm stuck with them. I'll have to go <laughs> anywhere. I'm taking this frozen rat back to the shop because when I thought it out, it's not a rat, it's a fat mouse. All right, unlucky. Ta-ra. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, are we I don't look- think there's any need for that kind of hostility towards <laughs> that finely honed character, to be fair. <laughs> look, look at, I'm lucky we there's Mick McCarthy. Someone else at the door. Yes, get him in, Ooh, see what he wants. Christ, up and down. Hello, Mick. Hiya, Mick, how you doing? Awful, just bastard, awful, like a bastard. Why, what's the problem? Everyone and everything I see is a bastard. Coffee, four quid, bastards. Car parking, 12 quid, bastards. Loctite, five quid for a tiny bastard tube, bastards. Cream bastard horns, where the cream doesn't reach the bastard tip (laughs) of the bastard horn, baker bastard. Shall I go on? No, that's all right, Mick, so how can we help you? I want to do a bastard podcast like that lanky bastard Peter Crouch. Where do our bastard start? Well, get yourself a co-presenter, I reckon, Mick. It's a lot easier. Like, oh, it better not be a bastard. Ian Holloway? No chance, total bastard. Robbie Fowler? King of the bastards, no bastard chance. (sighs) Richard Keyes? Creepy, hairy bastard of a man. I'll do it on me bastard own. What are you going to talk about then? Bastards, things bastards do. <laughs> what are you going to call it? Athletico bastard. <laughs> it sounds good. I'll tell you what, I'll send you an email about starting it up. What's, what's your email address, Mick? Mick Bastard McCarthy at bastardgmail.bastardcom. 
Hashtag bastard. Hashtag bastards. Lovely. I'll be in touch, Mick. See you then, you pair of fat northern bastards. See you, Mick. See you, Mickey. I almost did that interview uh, with that character's voice just to <laughs> fuck you off. <laughs> right, um, Andrew, oh. we've had such good fun. We've had we? a lovely time. But that we doesn't have. mean that I'm not going to sing my uh, another version <laughs> of. Uh... I left you some fun and laughter bars in the trophy cabinet because it looks so empty. And I've put some carpet fluffing foam in your bottom drawer. I'm sorry to say Casper left a little coiler in my office. If you leave it to dry on the windowsill, it would make a lovely earring for Mrs. Fernandez. I'll never forget the first time he said, I got a cherry tomato already. <laughs> or when you said, This goddamn team plays like a bunch of compulsion berries. <laughs> Good luck on choosing my replacement. Here's hoping you get a carpet lover and someone who cares about cleanliness. Don't get that awful Holloway man back. He's a laminate man. And if he's not a high on farm cider, he'll be on a downer about potato blight or something. <laughs> oh, Mr. Fernandez. Kiss, kiss, Fernandez. Miss you, Mr. Fernandez. Kiss you, Fernandez. Miss you, Mr. Fernandez. Oh, Mr. Fernandez. I miss you, Fernandez. So, Andy, as the music carries on, yeah. takes us to a Mexican beach. Oh, wow. Or a Maltese, um, multi-story car park. Right. With a view of the sea to the south yeah it's time for us to say <laughs> goodbye to all our <laughs> listeners thank them once again for their attention yes and hope that they'll return in the near future i hope so to too. listen to more of our stuff so bye-bye mr fernandez kiss kiss fernandez i miss you fernandez miss you fernandez Oh, Mr. Fernandez, kiss you, Fernandez, still miss you, Fernandez, oh, Mr. Fernandez, oh, Mr. Fernandez, Mr. Fernandez. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.